Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hey, everybody. I'm, my name's Kevin, and this is Beer-tastic voyage. How are y'all doing? Good. This is different, <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my brain's over. All right. I'm Justin. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. And you are? I'm Me, I'm Mark. And me, I'm Mark. And that's Mark. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry. Threw things off. <laughs> no, I know. It's okay. I think you threw yourself off because I, I saw your fuck, face. I fucked it up. And then you were like, I, I'm just going. I'm rolling. <laughs> Steve, roll rolling. with it. Yeah. Fuck it. Roll yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. That's um, why we're seasoned professionals. We do this shit live. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> sort well, of. I love the color on this. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Anyway, we, um, as we are wont to do, it's been about eight months or so probably, so it's time to go back to Brickhouse Brewing Company. Right. Uh, I don't know what Mark just dropped, but he's not happy about this it. This might be episode... Uh, three was, with them, the or episode four the with them. Yeah, this might be volume three or volume four with Brickhouse, but it's great. I think it's four. Either way, it's right they are, there. I don't know why you're throwing it at me. They are constantly <laughs> making fun. new beers, and we are always happy to try some of the different stuff that Paul and Brian yes. are making over there. Yeah, they. Uh, we uh, have been lucky enough to uh, get to talk to Paul a lot and uh, pick his brain as well as, you know, Tasted a bunch of beers from him, so it's uh, yeah. I I can't remember the last time I had something that I wasn't like, damn. Yeah. Um, you know we, <coughs> I stopped by there literally as I was on my way over here to record today. So we, I appreciate that. Got a couple of crowlers. That's eh, I'm always happy to stop by. Um, and we picked up three great beers that they have. We have the. What is this first one called? Betty's Boppin' Berry. Betty's Boppin' Berry, which is a boysenberry wheat, which have fun trying to say that three times fast, especially after a couple. Not trying. Um, then we have Dress Up Knife, which is a collaboration that they did with uh, the Brewers Collective. And we also have a English dark and mild ale called Cosmic Dark and Mild. It's spelled with a K. Yes, Paul Comsick. name. Well, yeah. No, 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 it says Cosmic, S-M. Oh, it does? And oh, he says, oh. I'm sick. Oh. Yeah, but it's like, you put the, the flip and the floppity in there. So uh, I got a little... I thought it was... Gibbets. I thought it was, too. Like, when I read I the board quick, I thought so, like, too. I'm like, oh, Comsick, Dark Mild. That makes sense. It's No, no, it's, it's yeah, Cosmic. That's literally what I thought the name of the beer was. Me, yeah. too. And maybe whoever wrote out the board spelled it wrong. Who knows? It's possible. We might be wrong. If we're wrong, let us know, guys. Wrong, but yet still right. Exactly. But also wrong. Thing. I'm sure he will. Um... So I think we're gonna start with the uh, the Betty's Boppin' Berry one because um, if this is not a berry beer, I will eat my hat, as they say. Yeah, the color is very reminiscent of our uh, chili sour, the blueberry chili sour. It's very similar. Yeah, little 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 um. It's more uh, reddish than yeah. purpley, but yeah, it definitely you definitely know that there's fruit in it. Yeah, and it's got that little bit of like lighter hue at the top of it, where it kind of like it kind of does like with, with fruit juice almost. Yeah, you know, but it's a it's a yeah. Really, it looks it looks like uh, it's a nice blueberry like kind of color, pink grapefruit juice. Yeah, for my own edification, I don't know what the hell a boysenberry is. I've had shit with boysenberries before, but I figured I might uh, I might read something from Wikipedia. It's a specific hybrid of blueberries. It says the exact origin of the boysenberry is unclear, but the most definite records trace the plant that is, that is known today back to grower Rudolph Boysen, who obtained a dewberry loggenberry parent from the farm of John Lubin. I'm going to stop there because I'm going to fall asleep already. <laughs> and I'm going to assume that Mark is correct. Mm, no, you just proved me wrong. I remember reading that now because at some point I was like, what the fuck is a boysenberry? Okay, and I so definitely read that Wikipedia article. So it's a man-made hybrid is what you're saying? Yes. 
Okay, that, that's yeah. really what it boils down to. to I me, was just wrong on the blueberry front. Okay, so it's a loganberry and a blueberry. Yeah, um, something like that. You guys keep going, and I'm going to find out the answer. All right. I don't know exactly what it is, but boysenberry to me, when I think about it, is I hop. Oh yeah, I hop one one of the, one of the flavors uh, in the uh, in the uh, arsenal of salt the three syrups, you know? Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> uh, which right. is what I kind of always think about that. That I never use because um, I don't use syrup. But I've had, but it is one of those ones you see it a lot. Uh, people make jams out of it and stuff like that. It's uh, kind of I think it kind of looks like a raspberry. Like it's kind of got that body to it. It's got the you know segmented thing to it. Um, you know, dark raspberry. I don't think I've ever actually seen a literal. Or maybe I'm confusing berry. it with. Um, What's the one that your neighbor grows accidentally? Mulberries. Mulberries. I think I might be confusing it with mulberries, but who knows? I don't know. They're tasty. They're kind of sweet, a little bit tart, and I like them. Okay. So, boysenberries are their own thing. Okay. However, since 2007, most of the plants are a variety called newberry or ruby boysenberry, which are uh, hybrids of like different boysenberry plants to overcome cultivation challenges. So it, it's his own thing. It was just almost extinct, ex- essentially, in the late 1920s until some farmer like grabbed a couple of half-dead uh, vines and decided to try to revive them. So that's where they came from. They're just their own thing. All right. Well, I'm happy that they're still around because it is one of those flavors that I enjoy. So let's try out this beer that they made here. It's a wheat beer, and fruiting the wheat beer is not a uh, unheard of thing. No, it's pretty common, actually. The, on the nose, when you smell it, you're like, even if you don't know what the fuck a boysenberry is, you're like, this oh, is a berry. Is, yeah. You know what it tastes? It smells like it smells like mixed berry. Like if you talked to, if you had like a mixed berry fruit, smoothie. anything, yeah, fruit smoothie, yeah. fruit snacks, any kind of thing like that, generic mixed fruit flavor. That's what this smells like. Yep. In fact, um, I really like this. Wow, that's tasty. Yeah, it's uh. You could drink this like fruit juice. What's yeah. the ABV on this? Five or five? Yeah, five. Um, can has it listed as five, so we're just going to be right about five. That's oh, what man. The, board, the picture of the board that Kevin sent says. There you go. Um, which literally the bartender stirred right at the board while writing down what it was. So we're gonna, it's going to be the same info. Um, yeah, and there's a little bit of um, mouthfeel to it a little bit of texture in there yeah that kind of gives it a very juicy feel to it yeah as I think well that's the wheat yeah yeah but just kind of it doesn't feel like clean and crisp like you would like beers like a like a lager does or anything like that yeah but no this, it's definitely got a very full uh mouthfeel yeah. um yeah this is this is delicious um and insanely insanely drinkable you know it's wow it's fruit sweet but it's not like cloying sweet it doesn't taste like hurt your teeth sweet you know? no yeah not at all you know the wheat kind of the wheat rounds out the tartness and the the sweetness that come from the berry really well yeah no this is this is another uh home run by them um i almost um i almost want it to be amped up a little bit in one direction or the other like i almost want um like a little more tartness to make it a little more exciting or a little more sweetness. Like, it feels like it's kind of hit that middle note to it, which is awesome. But I guess to make it a little more interesting in the flavor, like, I would like it to go a little bit more to one side or the other of the spectrum. 
I see what you mean, but then I mean, because I, I kind of, I kind of feel the same way. But then I look at it, and I'm like, then I'm going to take the wheat beer out of it because if we want more yeah. acidity, we're going to end up right. with a sour. You're right. And a boysenberry sour would be badass based on what I'm tasting here. Yeah. But it, it, it wouldn't be definitely wouldn't be this beer. Um, I think this from a, um, a general fruited beer standpoint. Yeah. Like this is like you know again to get not to get like misogynist or sexist, but this is, has ladies written all over it. Like if you're yeah, a lady and you're ladies. into you're into beer, like. This is going to be your jam. You don't have to be a lady, but like stereotypically speaking, yeah. If you're a lady and a non-beer drinker, this is probably going to be a beer you can still get behind. You know what this is? This is the beer equivalent of like a uh, of like a strawberry daiquiri or pina colada as a mm-hmm. mixed drink. Like that's what it's the beer equivalent of that. It is. I think that's what you're kind of getting at. Right, in, in all the positive aspects of yeah. that. It's it's light. It's easy drinking. It's got a fruity taste to it. Goes down easier than it should. And next thing you know, you're going to be like three, four. Oh my god! Yeah, I get all these. And I, I mean, and at five percent, maybe you're not going to be oh my god, but you're definitely going to go from like zero to drunk. And to be fair, I I love it. So you know, all right, whatever. Love it too. I'm not knocking that at yeah. all. Um, this is really tasty, and the boysenberry is a great flavor to it. Um, it's I can get behind this, and you know what? This is the brunch beer. That's what this is. Have this one with brunch. On a, a somewhat related note to that line of thought kevin they apparently have pretty regularly now been keeping like a guest tap for one of po boy's ciders i and saw a, that and a guest tap for uh Meadworks as yeah, well. Meadworks. yeah i saw that while i was there they had a they had purple drink yes oh yeah from, uh, WA. Meadworks, and i forget i just read it i didn't write it down of the um they also had something from po boy as well and i was like that's a good call that's a good call to be keeping those available as well um but yeah, like I'm going, I'm sticking with my idea of brunch beer, like going out a little if, mimosa action. Yeah, kinda. If, you, if you don't want to have a mimosa and you don't want to have a you know Bloody Mary, you know this this is a good sub. I agree. What do you think, Mark? No, I think it's it's a really nice beer. I would definitely give this a pint. I you know it's it's really enjoyable but it's not exactly my jam so like after that one glass i'm gonna want to try something else off the board but yeah it's it's really nice not exactly your jam is that a berry joke it can be <laughs> um i definitely understand what you're saying i'm, I'm like teetering like i'm like growler wait no no bomber no. oh growler yeah i'm like back and forth so it um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna settle on a bomber because i really like it but i do agree that the if we're more acidic, I probably would drink more of it, which sounds weird. No, but that makes perfect sense. It um it also the the mouthfeel on it, while I enjoy it and it goes especially well with the beer, is something that I don't know that I can drink a lot of in one in in one you know, one yeah. go at it. But it's a phenomenal beer. No, it's definitely got that that wheat texture to it, the kind of uh, almost juicy IPA feel. Not that it's IPA like at all, but like if you New England IPA the juiciness that you sensation that you get you get that same kind of sensation. That's a really good point. You know, right? instead of instead of having the hops, it, it is sort of like a, a milkshake IPA, right? But right. using the boys yeah. and berries as, as the tropical portion of it. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's going to be a bomber also because I know I would drink the first pint of this faster than I want to, and I would want to have that second one, and that one I might kind of be able to coast through with it. But yeah, if we ever went out to if they do the brunch there, like I could, I could drink way more than that. But the bomber, yeah. the bomber would definitely is uh the sta- it would be the the standby for me on this one. Makes sense. I don't know anything about brunch, but one at some point I really do want to go. I think it's it's either Tuesday or Thursday nights. They do a prime rib night. 
Oh, at Brickhouse? At yeah. Brickhouse, yeah. Are they still doing it? Yeah. And it looks pretty damn epic, and I would like to go, but yeah. it, again, it's a Tuesday or a Thursday. Yeah. This yeah. is going to sound really douchey of me, but I've had so many really bad prime ribs that I don't even like them anymore. I've never, ever liked prime rib because uh-huh. I'm not a steak dude. And if I, was, if I bite into a piece of fat, I'm a three-year-old and I won't eat for like a week. <laughs> yeah. Between that and the sugar, Mark and I are like uh, definitely not related. All right. But, uh, but it, you know, I know what you mean, though, because there's some so many things that like brunch is a great example. Yeah. A lot of places do a brunch. Yeah. You know, but it's kind of like a cop-out. It's like we yeah. made we made eggs. Right. <laughs> no, see, it comes back from when I worked for a DJ company for a couple of years. So a lot of times what would happen is the stat you would get a chance that you would while everybody else was sitting there having dinner you would be put at a table in a back room somewhere and they would go hey which one do you want and god they would, forbid they see you oh yeah because the help <laughs> yeah. can't be seen um and they would ask you what you want and for the first like three four months of me doing this i'm like oh yeah it's prime rib i'm gonna get prime rib right and then i realized like oh wow a lot of these are really not good and then I would just go for, you know, then I would just go for the chicken option every time because it was consistently mediocre. <laughs> like, it wasn't going to be that bad. It wasn't going to be that good. Like, it was just go- always going to be serviceable. Serviceable. I thought you were going to stop it consistent. And then you went consistently mediocre. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. If you've been to more than, like, three catered events Ugh. on Long Island Ugh. at different locations, you know that the chicken dish is always consistently the same level. Like, it's not good. It's not It's not great. It's not bad. It just is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a little too dry. Yeah. And I'm sure. And not enough sauce. And listen, and I'm sure being the help, I wasn't getting, like, I was getting the one that was, like, left on the pan sitting you know, on like the, the corner. the burnt edge. Yeah, like, I get that, too, but it was just... So many bad ones. On a related subject, I made some pretty dope ribeye last night. For dinner. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. That's what you ended up making for dinner? It... Well, yeah. I started it before we left. Oh, I didn't know that. You told me you started whatever you were making. I didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. No, ribeye. I made tacos. And uh, I actually finally made a successful pan sauce. So. Oh, that was, that's been rough for you? What did yeah. You, what yeah. did you do to glaze with? Beer. <laughs> say, which, which beer? Yeah, all right. Uh, that's my better. English yeah. porter. See? Excellent choice. Nice, nice. Yeah, we uh, we I had a uh, single slice of pizza because I was just jacked full from drinking all day, and I mm. honestly didn't really want to eat, but I felt bad because I told Steph we'd have dinner. So I like I called her. I'm like, "You want some pizza?" She's like, "What are you gonna have?" I'm like, "I'm gonna have one regular slice," and she was kind of like, "Huh?" <laughs> um. So, so what do we we get the uh, the. Dark and mild. That's the name of the, the beer. Dark and mild. Cosmic. Cosmic. Dark, dark, yeah. dark and mild. Dark and mild. Possibly yeah. comsic. Dark and mild, but we don't know yet. We're not sure. We'll. Uh... We're waiting for a correction. And this one comes in at five point one ABV. So it's another one that's kind of not over the top. I mean, I'd put it at the high end of session. It's got really nice clarity, and it's also like really pretty ruby highlights in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I love. I love this color. And English milds are a style that I particularly enjoy. Me too. Um. The uh, this I believe, Smell. based on the aroma, is everything that I would really want a Scottish light or heavy to be. <laughs> like when I read the style guidelines for that style of beer, this is what I think of. Hold on, it is. However, this is, this this is what, what I want to smell. Like. Yeah. Just put Kevin, a little behind Kevin, the ears for yeah, later. Yeah, Kevin's putting it on like uh, like it's Chanel Seven <laughs> or Number Nine. Sorry, Chanel Nine. Chanel Number Nine is the perfume. I'm pretty yeah. certain it's five. 
There's a number nine too. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, right. well, it's all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty certain, like the famous one is five. To the internet's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty certain because I know Mark. Because is... I know Mark doesn't know the answer to this. Uh, no, nope. I'm pretty certain the one that like got famous for Marilyn Monroe is Chanel number five. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Then I was. There is a five as well, though. I will own that. I will. I am. There are I both. Like, both. Of, both of them exist. Okay. All right, cool. We're, we're both right. Three quarters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I want the Harry Potter one. Just went straight at the wall. Yeah. So anyway, the, 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 the aroma is um like a. It's got chocolate. It's got uh, some like a uh, little tiny coffee note. A little bit yeah. of burnt toast, I would say. Hold on. All right, cool. Your face isn't drooping. We're good. <laughs> this is dope. I don't. I, have have I don't want to taste Look, it yet. I'm holding <laughs> the glass in my left hand. It's not. I don't. There's no numbness. <laughs> just I I'm just checking. I heard. I heard. I smell burnt toast. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I missed something, and I'm like, "Why does he think Mark's having a stroke?" Uh, Wait for it. <laughs> something. This is dope. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm very happy with this. I when I uh, you know checked their website oh. to see what they had on the board. This is killer. This is so good. Oh my god, this is fantastic! It's got those. It's got a little bit of coffee bite. It's got that mellow brown ale flavor to it. Like, oh man, this is when I started many, 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 many moons ago. When I brewed like one or two batches, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I'm gonna make beer." Right? Yeah. And then you guys, and then I showed Mark how to make beer, and Mark's like, "Oh, hey, God!" Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the beer I imagined I wanted to make. Like. In my head, I'm like, this is the kind of stuff that I wish I could make. Um, yeah. This oh, is, my God. This is really good. Like, it's got a hint of sweetness on the finish. A mm-hmm. little bit of bite from it that yeah. does, that keeps it from becoming cloying. Yep. It doesn't feel heavy. It drinks right down. Oh, man. Uh, this is... This is a, a very tasty beer. This Paul, this I, inspires I, me to build a machine. Yeah. Like the didgeridoo of drinking. Yeah. Where you would just stick your tongue out, and, and it, it would just, just keeps- recycle it over your tongue just so you didn't drinking. have to get rid of it like you didn't you know what i mean you could just taste it all the time oh. it's like a rebreather yeah. for beer <laughs> no this is uh, i understand exactly what you're saying you just you never want the sip to end right but even at the end of the sip there is no sharpness there's no bite there's no there's no change in the flavor at the end of the sip you know what i mean like some some beers you really like that where you get a different taste at the end of the sip and you want to go back to kind of clean it off and it keeps that cycle going which I've enjoyed a lot. That's not this, but I don't want this to be anything else than what it is. No, yeah, this, this is great. So, oh um, my god, for me, this—I think this is going to be my first keg of 2019, because um, I would keep this on hand at all times and drink this every single day. And this is 5.1 percent, right? So it's not over the top. It's not like There's so much flavor in this. It's, it's for not a sessionable it, yeah. beer. Oh my god. It's this hits every note that I love about beer. Where are you at, Mark? Uh, I will go growler for it. I really, oh. yeah, I really, li- I really like it a lot. But I should have went I first. I don't know if it's on demand. I, I I'm also gonna go keg. Yeah, I I can't find any reason why I wouldn't drink this beer versus most other beers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it. I, I can't. I there's. It's not going to fatigue my palate. Nope. It's not going to get me way too drunk. Nope. And it's not. It. I'm there. I, I'm. I can't imagine getting overly tired of of the flavor. Yeah. It's it's the best beer in a traditional English pub drinking sort of sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mark, if you hadn't already put together 
a lovely cornbread that is darker than I expected <laughs> <laughs> because it's made with blue corn. Uh, purple, purple, purple corn. And chili, I would say we should go back to Brickhouse for dinner because I want to get this and I want their shepherd's pie. And I just want to sit there and just eat this. I just that's all I want. I just this want to and their shepherd's pie. Just, the problem is, you would drink six of these before the shepherd's pie became a temperature that you could put in your mouth without ripping like melting no, the, rest, the roof of your the rest tongue of off. Human beings can eat it at a normal time. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Even my wife was like, the last time I got it, she yeah. pulled some from the deep from down below after yeah. before like right when we got it because okay. she knew I needed to wait. Yeah, and she was like, "Whoa, damn, <laughs> whoa, boy!" But yeah, like this is what I want. Like, and maybe it's just like that. It's a kind of rain. It's a rainy, cold day, but like this and the shepherd's pie that they serve there, like that's all I want. I just want to sit there and drink this all day. That's kind of all I want out of life. Shepherd's yeah. pie and beer. This beer and shepherd's pie, like I, I could. That's like if that were hell, and you know, I could repeat this over and over again. It would be, it would be, yeah, amazing. I'd be, in, I'd be into that. This is so delicious, and um, I, you know, I can't gush enough about this one. Me neither. So this one, this one, I, uh, I know I usually share, you know, the crawlers and stuff, but this one's coming home with me. Sorry, <laughs> if there's any left by the end of the day. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's all yours. You purchased them. Is your right? So that's right. I'm going to invoke my purchasing right on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like prima nocta, but it's not. <laughs> not yet. Kind of. The less the, rapey. <laughs> way less rapey. Oh boy. Uh, the last beer is interesting because. Uh, both TBC and uh, um, uh, Paul were like teasing the name of the beer for the longest time. Like they were doing a collab, they put out pictures, they kept using knife emojis, and everyone was wondering who was going to get stabbed. Like, you know, they were they were teasing it a little bit. When I found out the name of it was Dress Up Knife, knowing especially knowing Tim and Sarah and knowing Paul, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really did make sense because. Tim like seems to be the kind of guy that would be like, "What are these? These are my going out. These are my dress up jeans, and this is my dress up knife." Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I have a dress up knife." Yeah. Listen, I also own dress knives. <laughs> you know, like I now own a dress knife thanks to my cousin. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my uncle literally would have a dress knife that he would wear in his nice jeans that he would bring to the holidays. Like, what is this one? Oh, check this one out. It's, it's got like this enamel American Eagle on it. You know, and it was really nice, but I'm just like, all right, man. This one's handles car from Wellbone. Yeah, at 17. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's cool. Uncle, whatever, man. Now, yeah. now I'm like, no, that actually is kind of cool. All right. I'm in. It's cool and useful. Yeah, exactly. So, Dude, uh, it's got utility. this is a, a, a brood IPA. That uh, clocks in at eleven percent. So, so this one's gonna get us going. So yeah, we'll, yeah, they they had uh, brewed this specifically as like a New Year's release, and uh, they they it was brewed at Brickhouse, but some of it was transported to the Brewers Collective to age in uh, white wine barrels because Brickhouse doesn't really have the room for that sort of thing, and then after you know said uh, aging that beer was brought back to the brick house and blended back in with the rest of it right oh man do you smell it yet yeah i did what do you think what do you on the aroma it definitely has a white wine aroma yeah i get uh i get lemon I get a little bit a little bit of white white wine a little bit of the alcohol i have not gotten to it yet. a little bit of tropical too in, in the background yeah like a uh almost like tangerine yeah, yeah, yep. Mm. 
the clarity on it is like pretty brilliant too oh yeah it's, it's crazy no it's it's a nice as i hold it up to the light it gets light obviously lighter and lighter but just that you know eye level it's a nice golden color yeah a little pale gold yeah. it's uh, um great another great head retention i think mark's glass might be uh soiled possibly <laughs> yeah the smells a little um little lemony little apricotty kind of a uh, light citrus flavor kind of smell yeah to it um yeah, I'm interested in this. And we said this is a brute IPA. Yeah, so brute so IPA is going to be dry. Finish. It's supposed to be dry finish. It's supposed to finish very low, somewhere around uh, one gravity of one, which is the same gravity as water for those playing at home. Okay. Um, you, uh, but I know usually that lower gravity means lower alcohol, right? Well, no, not necessarily, because if you start with a high original gravity, okay. and then you end with a low, a low finishing gravity, yeah. it's eaten all that sugar. Okay. And kicked out a ton of alcohol. Which is what's happened here. Exactly. Okay. So I know that in general, like for brewed IPAs, typically a champagne yeast will get used. Sometimes um, there'll be a uh, enzyme added to the mash that will make even uh, break down some of the longer chain sugars into shorter chain sugars and make them more readily readily available to the yeast. Okay. In order to make sure you get that you know full attenuation the way okay. you're looking for. Yeah. Um. I haven't actually had a sip of it yet. Um, has anybody else? Yes. I have, yes. And okay. So, I, I, I want you to try it first before I say anything about okay. it. So according to the board, the uh, original gravity on this beer was 22.2 degrees Play-Doh, which is approximately 1.093 right. specific gravity, which is a, That's a, monster. a big honking beer. Yeah. To get um, that down to like something near one, like, you know, I can't, I, I mean, I don't know. Paul's a magician, but I, I tasting this and and uh, you know knowing what I know about beer, getting this down to like getting this down to one. I don't think it got to one, but it's still pretty goddamn dry for a, a beer that was almost eleven hundred. Yeah, I will say maybe it's just the having gone from the mild, which has much more sugar, like much more sweetness to it. Yeah, to go to this is a huge like kick in the taste buds. Oh yeah. For like, sure. It is a way, like, change of pace. Like, <laughs> this is the J-turn. Like, we just, like, threw the E-brake and cut the wheel and <laughs> went the other way on this. <laughs> we went full Smokey and the Bandit on this one? <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, which I've finally seen. Oh, that's right. I, I remember I that. I finally saw that. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically a 90-minute ad for the, what is it, the Firebird? Oh, yeah, or Thunderbird or, or whatever. I, yeah, I don't whatever, even fucking know. Whatever, whatever piece of shit Pontiac is. doesn't even exist whatever anymore. Pontiac it is. But it is, might be, like, the worst movie I've ever seen that's really enjoyable. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what makes it so enjoyable is the fact that it's a pile of shit. It's just, it's just basically like, hey, how do we make a car chase last for 90 minutes yeah. long with Burt Reynolds? Yeah, let's get a 90-minute <laughs> car chase. And, yes. And let's and objectify Sally Fields a little bit. Yeah, but that's the weirdest thing objectifying like, yeah fields yeah because L- she listen actually in that movie her ass would not quit it wouldn't but the problem the thing is the whole time she's basically wearing a goddamn jumpsuit like you know what i mean like <laughs> but it was I'm, 70s i know that. that's what i'm saying it's so weird <laughs> like it's like let's put all the clothes on and then she's hot you're like wait what <laughs> yeah she's got that like farrah fawcett feathered hair thing going on you know yeah. like listen i get it i get it this beer i don't know if i get <laughs> I will say that I really don't know if I get this one. It's not hitting the same note. Maybe it's just that it's such a stark contrast from the last beer, but it's just messing with me a little bit. Man, it's pretty fucking dry. That's really good. Um, I'm for personal preference. I'm not overly down with the hop flavor because it's very lemony for me. Yeah, yeah, it does have a fair amount of pith to it. 
Um, it, and it definitely has a little bit of uh, of um, bitterness, but I think like you know, like like brute IPA wise, and I I made one, and I'm not saying it was a, it was a good or bad. I don't know. Yeah. I I made one. Um, I'm like super impressed with how dry it is. Yeah, I will give you it is very it is like impressive with that. It is just not the flavor I like. Um, it tastes, you know, Mark mentioned pithy. Um, it tastes like lemon peel, like really dry lemon peel. Um, it's just, it's got a bite to it that I don't necessarily enjoy at all. I think um, for, I think I, from like an I, for an IPA fan, this is, this yeah. would be like right up somebody's eye, right. but I agree with you. It's definitely um, like for us, it's not, it's not in our wheelhouse. Yeah. As yeah, I, I love the brewers of the beer. But this is not the beer for me. According to the board, it's got 45 IBUs, which maybe is a little too high. Which, I, well, especially I get, because I, the like the, the brute style itself, yeah, like it it really accentuates. Hold on, my tongue is so dry. Yeah, accentuates um, any amount of IBUs you put in it. Like I remember when I was yeah, researching right, mine, there really isn't any residual sweetness. Right, I remember when I was researching mine, I was trying to target like 20. Yeah. Um, and like, like, and I also, get, but also, the it. alcohol is going to yeah, add right. I, too, I get so. it that they they aimed higher because it is eleven percent alcohol, right? But I I feel like maybe the bitterness is still maybe crank it back to like thirty. Yeah, yeah, I you think know? that would make this much more enjoyable. And it's just it's way it's too far on the one side of the spectrum for me. It's yeah. just not my style of beer. Um, you get a little bit of that kind of white wine feel, taste to it as well. Like I mm-hmm. get a little bit of that coming through, but honestly, it's so it's so sharp in its flavor that I I don't even get to enjoy like the white wine character to it. Yeah, um, as the, it warms up, the white wine character comes out even more. But maybe, I still I still agree. Know, with, I, no, I still agree with that statement. Maybe I'll let it. You know, I'll try to you know cup yeah. the glass a little bit, warm it up, see if I get something different there. But for me. Uh, I'm really sad about it because I really love the two breweries that made it, and I want to love everything they do, you know. So I still love you guys because <laughs> I know occasionally both, you know, you guys will listen. Yes, um, but just not my style. It'd be a pint for me. Um, I kind of like the idea. Of, uh, I mean, especially because I'm interested in the style. As I drink it, I kind of pick out more things, especially like I was saying more of the the white wine character, mm-hmm. and I think that. All of the flavors make perfect sense. It's like a, a meal that you don't like. You know what I mean? You can sit down and go, this is perfectly made. It doesn't matter what you do. You're just not going to like it. Exactly. That's, it, a, that's yeah. exactly it. It is per. It is perfectly done. It's greatly organized. It's just, just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my Chilean sea bass. Everyone likes Chilean sea bass. I don't. So that's isn't basically that like what it fake, is. Isn't that like a fake thing? Like, there's only like two percent of it that's actually the real shit. No, and it's, everything that, else that's is... fish in any restaurant in general. Well, yeah. that's that's very true. Anytime yeah. you order sole, it's flounder. Right. But with Chilean sea bass, it's it, it, didn't they just rename a shitty fish? Yes. That well, an ugly fish. Monkfish, right? No, no, not monkfish. No, it's right. some. It, the name is super fucked up. Okay. Uh, I don't remember, but it is. The fish is always awesome. The problem is if you put the legit name on the menu, they think it might as well be Cthulhu. Like, I'd like to have the Cthulhu, please. Like, it's not, it doesn't. More interesting than yeah, ordering that, well, to be honest. Yeah, but it's not, it's not as appetizing as Chilean sea bass. You know what I mean? Like, especially, you know, if you're, you know, you're thinking of like, oh, Latin and like, yeah, yeah. everyone loves sea bass, you know, because that's what it's like. Yeah. If you've ever had black sea bass, which is what a legit sea bass is, yeah. the texture of the fish and the color of the fish and how it tastes. Mm-hmm. It's basically identical. Yeah. But and 
Um, but anyway, it's a pint for me. I uh, I definitely appreciate it. And then yeah, and then what are you uh, what are you over there, Mark? I'm I'm with you. It's the pint. Like I drink the pint and you know appreciate it for what it is. And then I'm gonna order myself another dark and mild. <laughs> yeah, I I would not order a pint of this. This is gonna be a taster for me. Um, it's just. It's just too far off the other side for me. Um, if I ha- Maybe if I had it in a flight, I might not be disappointed in it. Um, but for me, I just just not my not my jam. I am going to go back to either of the other two that we had. Yeah. The Berry or the Dark and Mild. Um, and just jam on that all day. Um, so, I mean, listen, it's, it's still fantastically done. I never, I never want to, you know, criticize... Oh no! Anything along those lines, um, just you know, just not my style. Pretty neat thing to uh, point out that uh, Paul is working towards is moving. I think this year he's uh, planning to move all of the beer to strictly like New York State hops. Awesome! But that's alre- actually really cool. Already, their like core beers are already a hundred percent. New York State hops. I think I knew. I think I knew that he had been doing that with like yeah. Streetlight for yeah, a while. Uh, Streetlight, the red, um, the red is good. I do like the red. The Twenty One Club. Okay. And I think uh, Beowulf as well are all like hundred percent. That's New York awesome. State hops. Yeah, I knew. I knew Beowulf. Doesn't doesn't Beowulf? Doesn't he try to do like almost like as much New York stuff in there as he could? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know he's always trying to find to source it as much locally as he, he can. definitely has, but he's now at the point between working with like Condizella Hops and yeah. I think uh That was the name I was Yeah, and I think uh uh one of the other ones that's out on the North Fork. Yeah. But I know I know yeah, he's like a lot he, of yeah, he's, the Long Island yeah, hops. They they've finally like brought their production up to the point where like they can supply him, yeah. Him with enough hops where that, you know, he can just keep it strictly with those which i think is pretty cool yeah that is really neat i actually used uh new york state hops in the beer i made this morning i used some cool. mount, mount hood from uh, uh, uh hop brothers, hop brothers yeah. yeah i want to make a joke like mount hood should be somewhere else but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know i don't have the whole thing together I don't, I, I don't know I, I might i might have to, to to tie that into the name of the beer somehow there you go i don't know how i'm gonna tie that into with uncle vizen but we'll see <laughs> Like yeah, like I know you don't know him as well, but uh, Sean Walls, Kevin, he's you. You've no, met I him don't a couple of times. I'm sorry, but, I'm shaking my head. That's uh, right. That's all right. But he's the he's the other member from Bureau that's going to be serving at us at the LA or Nanocast Sales Festival. Did this will be this will be past tense on that? Yeah, whatever. yeah. But anyway, you know he made a he made a triple for the event, and so I asked him like, "Oh, so what are you naming it?" And he was like, "I don't know. It was probably not appropriate." But I was thinking like, "Do you want to uh, tipple my triple?" <laughs> I like that one. I told him for that for that particular event no, that is a hundred percent acceptable. No, like, that's absolutely. An I feel awesome like I feel like he'll event. be uncomfortable though, and that's kind of why I want him to do it. Because I want to make them uncomfortable the rest of the day by t- by just having, addressing having people with lots that. of strangers walk up and yeah. say, I, "I want to tipple your triple." Yeah, I but, would pay people to walk up and say it to him because he'd be like, "Why did I mean it that?" No, you know, <laughs> like, no, like to me that's like the perfect beer name though because it's 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 there, silly enough, it's clever, it's funny, and it sounds dirty, but it's not right. Like it's it's hits everything that you need. Actually, there. you're making the signs. 
I don't give a shit what name he what name he gave you. Just make that make that the fucking name. <laughs> I can do that. Just do that. No matter what. And even if you even if you're nice enough to make the actual name that he gives you, like make at least make that one down. anyway and see if he notices. And just put it in quotations underneath it. Yeah, yeah. or Whatever something, the name yeah, is. something Co- like that. Code name Pipple the Triple. Yeah, we're also apparently wearing bathrobes. Are we? I, I, I'm if you're doing it, I'm doing it. I well, yeah, but you have to let me know if you actually buy a bathrobe. I will. Okay. I, I'm not going to let you show up in a bathrobe if I'm not doing it. I won't do, I do that. Do I have to wear a bathrobe? You don't have to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because I have a bathrobe. I just don't. if you want to. We're, I, the whole thing is we're doing. We did a Belgian beer too. Okay. So it's like monks. We want like Sean's like let's wear robes, and I'm not buying like a monk robe. Okay. So Kevin has one of those. <laughs> Yeah, I think I do. I think I have a cheesy like, uh, oh, like kind of weird not, sex games you guys did in no, fucking no, high no, school. No, no, it's like no, it's like the cheesy, uh, it's like the cheesy, um, you know, Halloween store one. Oh, know, okay. You know, like nine ninety nine. So <laughs> I, I, I mentioned bathrobe to Sean, and he's like, "I have a robe. I'm in love with it." And I'm like, "All right, you do you." Oh, you didn't <laughs> tell me that part. Yeah, so. you no. Know, so, but I don't care. So, like, if we show up, we'll, we'll be the. I, I was like into it because it's like the dude. Like yeah. the dude's a monk. So like. Uh, that's why I want to do the it. Jelly sandals to wear. Yeah, I, I no, I don't have to. Be <laughs> fucked up. I'm not going that far. Um, it might be raining and it's cold. I'm not doing that. The dude buys bro. Right. So I yeah, I have my plan is to buy a bathrobe because I think it'd be fun. I also have a hat that I'm going to unveil for the event. A fresh hat? Is it is it trucker style like all your others? No, it's uh, it's this pretty special hat. I think that it's going to be pretty surprising to everyone that I'm going to be wearing. I'm it, excited so. for that. Yeah. Yes, I did purchase tickets to that. T- a ticket to that. I am very excited about. Excellent about, about going to that event. It's one of my favorite events. So, if everyone listening has a time machine, you should come and visit us. Um, yeah, I guess we are going to release this after that. Event. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's going to be the Thursday after the. Yeah, so you know, we probably had a fucking great time, and you missed it if you weren't there. Yeah. So, word up. <laughs> and if everything and if went you were as there, well as it should have, Justin was ended up on the floor inside a bathroom stall. <laughs> and if you were there. I love, that's how it sh- I love that's how it should end up. I like that. Okay. That is how it should <laughs> yeah. end up. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And covered in goose shit. <laughs> God damn it, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I was so much better the next year, though. You had two... You had literally had two you minutes to pull wait. over. Two minutes. You away. gotta pull over. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> like, two minutes. Two minutes for the rest of it. I'm but, not gonna make it. But you don't it. understand. You gotta stop. I remember that very well. Like, Where's that moment. Wallet? I really do. Where's my wallet? I, do you know I, what, I lost my wallet. Do you know, I have to go back. Do you know what I remember <laughs> of where's my wallet? Do you know what I remember? I literally remember like a snapshot of looking down and seeing the wallet between my legs on the floor. That's what I remember. Like when you think of that, that's the only recollection I have. Like that one moment of going, oh, there it is. <laughs> All right. So I think the uh, best part of that though is that like one of his credit cards was in my Jeep for like six months. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. <laughs> you should have totally. And then I finally up. found it. I'm like, are you missing this? <laughs> that was. The, I still have that one. Hold on. It's right here. The uh, <laughs> I keep it near and dear, close to my heart. It's right here. The uh, um, I straight up would have made like one purchase on it oh, on yeah. something like really dirty. Yeah, you should. Ju- just for like not even a lot. But just at least one purchase of like a dirty movie or something, and just so, just so that when he's looking through the, the the you know the statement, he can be like, I don't remember getting that. I should have done that. How I drunk was I? I should have ordered some like really nasty shit from Adam and Eve and have it sent to his house address to his wife. <laughs> oh, that would be really funny. You know what? I might have loved you forever for that. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you did go to the Nanocast Festival and this comes out after that, shoot us an email. 
Shoot us a text message. Shoot us some kind of com- Tell some us kind of interaction with us. Interact with us, please. We need friends. Yeah, um, I seem to recall a couple of people. I'm I'm talking to you, Steve from Hopwins. Uh, yeah. you know, you were supposed to. You said you had ideas for shit to uh, yeah. to do. So, yeah. you know, stop with stop with the hiking bullshit and just, you know, send yeah. me a send us a voicemail. Yeah, stop wandering through the woods like a savage and play with your phone like a normal American <laughs> and send us some shit. Absolutely. All right. If you haven't already, get on that. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash voyage, and Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers. <laughs>